0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 54 of Be With Me. We're in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, one of the most famous passages in the whole Bible. It's going to be about love. It's going to be about an excellent way that he's describing. The context here is we've been talking about spiritual gifts, which are specific manifestations that God gives the church by individuals, by his Holy Spirit, uh, for the common good. And Behind all that, he is asking us to demonstrate the same care that he has for his church to one another. So we're going to be characterized by unity, and unity at all times, unity in suffering, unity when times are bad, unity when times are good, in in honoring, that members may have the same care as God for one another. So God himself shows himself in a particular way, and we're trying to uh, imitate that. That is, we're supposed to be bearing a family resemblance. It's throughout all these spiritual gifts, God is showing his provision, his care, his particular arranging, his appointing, his composing, and his, his giving and gifting. And he's going to show us a more excellent way. So I'm going to t- t- title this uh, either Gaining with Love or Love Isn't Nothing. Here it is. I'm going to start with just the last line of uh, chapter 12 and then 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I will show you a still more excellent way. If I speak in the tongues of men and angels, ain't, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith as so to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all that I have and deliver up my body to be burned, but I have not love, I gain nothing. I gain nothing. So this excellent way, I'm going to stop there. So the excellent way that God is describing is talking about uh, love. And he's talking about giftedness. So he mentions tongues and prophecy and knowledge and faith. And he's also mentioning some non-gifted things. But without love, You end up with nothing. So, for example, he says tongues plus no love equals just noise. And understanding without love is nothing. And prophecy without plus no love equals nothing. And mountain-moving faith plus no love equals nothing. I'm giving this for my math teacher listeners And giving all plus no love equals no gain. Even to the extent of uh, giving your body in martyrdom to be burned plus no love equals no gain. No gain. So love is something. It is substantive. It's not nothing. Uh, It has some substance and can give gain, and it can give us gain. Love is sacrificial giving. It's ultimately, it's a good thing and a gainful thing, and it's the best way to live. It's a godly thing in that it is a God-determined, God-exampled characteristic, and so we're supposed to be following his lead. And dare I say it, I say this humbly, is we're supposed to be like God in his love. So this is obviously one of his ultimate characteristic, if not his most ultimate characteristic. It's uh, it's displayed in the characteristics and the character of God, and then we're called to do the same, have the same purpose. So so all these so the love that's behind the purpose that's behind the arranging, the appointing, kind of the motivation that God gives behind the spiritual gift. In, in a similar way, we're supposed to be having love utilized with our our gifting so our love plus prophecy equals something our love plus faith equals something our love plus giving and generosity equals something so it's the love is to be the the fire if you will or i think the best way i can think of it is it's the nuclear power plant it's the nuclear core that powers all these named spiritual gifts tongues prophecy knowledge faith but it's also in some things that are not uh, actually spiritual gifts understanding or giving or or, um, martyrdom in other words it's supposed to be in your giftedness and your 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 non-giftedness so he's showing us a more excellent way so it's not primarily about these gifts so the, what he's get, what the people of Corinth are getting wrong is they're getting their gifts wrong. They're getting the motivation, they're getting the background behind these gifts wrong. So remember, they, they kind of condemned three things. They First of all, they complained about their own gifts and one, one hand says to a foot, "Hey, I'm not a foot or I'm not an eye." So they complained about their themselves. Then they complained about others, "I have no need of you. I don't like the, you know, I don't need your spiritual gift. And then they complain about the God that gave them. So we have to repent of all three of those things, and uh, represent and mimic the character of God in love. So we we are to have the same motivation, the nuclear power plant, the nuclear core that powers and gives life to uh, named and unnamed uh, gifts. So yes, you're supposed to want gifts. You yes, we're supposed to have. Uh, this church provision, and we're supposed to want more and want it in an excellent way. Well, what is the excellent way? In the church, we could use a whole lot more love. Is it not true? And it it is excellent. So a final question, uh, something to think about today, is do you do what you do in the church with love? And if you don't do it in love, think about this. Uh, you, you, number one, you should, but the, the reason is, is if we look at God's nuclear power plant, we're going to see that love powers him and we're supposed to live in a godly way, small g, uh, represent God act like he does uh, have the same family characteristics so as he is motivated and imbues all this care that he gives to the church in giving all these gifts we are to be exercising our our gifts and our lives with love. Why should we do it? Because God did it first. Thanks for listening. Tomorrow we're going to get into the real fun love is patient and kind. You've heard that before. See you then.